you and I are going to be the greatest musical manager team since Jessica Simpson and her father. <laughs> Only you and I get to meow. <laughs> and they can't because it's illegal. <laughs> I looked it up. Hi, I'm Sarah. And I'm Devin. And I love re-watching movies over and over again. And I actually really love romantic comedies. Don't judge me. So this is a show where we re-watch rom-coms, break them down a bit for you, maybe take a peek behind the curtain, dig beneath the surface, and decide. Does it still hold up? Today we have... Just Just Friends! So Just Friends is directed by Roger Cumble. He also did uh, Cruel Intentions, College Road Trip, most recently, though, the Netflix romantic comedy Falling in Love. Oh, I didn't know that. Fun fact. Totally. Uh, so the movie starts in high school, senior year. We have Chris Brander, played by Ryan Reynolds. He's fat in the beginning, uh, which amazing opening scene when he's in his bedroom talking to himself. We only see like his back, and he's writing a letter to Jamie Palomino, played by Amy Smart. I love his fat phase voice where he's like, I want to I wanna be your girl, boyfriend, Jamie. Sign <laughs> my yearbook. Jamie, I want to kiss you, Jamie. He really, he amps up the creep factor he of nails like, it. this fat best friend. <laughs> so our boy uh, Chris Brander goes to this party to reveal to Jamie how he feels about her. It ends up that a letter he wrote to her gets captured by a douchey jock character. That guy reads the letter to the whole party. Chris is completely ruined by this. Everyone's making fun of him. This is compounded by the fact that Jamie confronts him about the letter and says, Did you mean everything you said? I love you so much. As a friend. As a brother? As a brother, I think. Oh, that's even worse than (laughs) as a friend. it is worse. (laughs) Oh, man, I feel for him. Chris Brander leaves the party, seemingly just leaves the town after that night in high school. Like, nobody sees him after this moment. He goes straight to Los Angeles. Uh, loses a ton of weight, gets shredded, uh, gains a pile of confidence, becomes the Ryan Reynolds we know. You know, he starts banging a lot of chicks randomly. And he ends He's up as... a womanizer. As, yeah, he becomes a womanizer. He ends up uh, as a record label representative. Ten years goes by. He's tasked with uh, getting music superstar Samantha James, played by Anna Ferris. Anna Ferris. Anna Ferris. Anna Ferris, yeah. Is that legit? She's Anna Ferris. I, I Like, I, I would think so, yeah. That's what I've heard. Side note, if your name is spelt Anna and you make people (laughs) pronounce it Anna, come on. Actually, I knew somebody named um, Kara, but it was spelt like Kara. Yeah. Nobody likes you. Just just an (laughs) FYI to those people. Unless you're a movie superstar, like Anna Ferris can get away with this. I mean, I'm saying it too. I'm committing. Anna Ferris. But if you're just an everyday person, like, ah, it's Anna actually. (laughs) I don't like you. You're correcting people a lot throughout <laughs> yeah. your life. Oh, just, I'm sorry. Just let it go. At I'm that sorry, point, guys. It's it's actually Anna. Accept your fate. You're Anna. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. Um, so Anna Ferris is playing Samantha James, music superstar. Uh, Chris Brander is tasked with getting her on his record label. They actually had a relationship in the past. So Samantha sees him and she's like, ooh, I'm psyched. Chris Brander's trying to woo me again. They take a flight, and their plane has to make an emergency landing where Chris and Sam end up being stuck in his hometown, and that is where our conflict arises because Chris reconnects with Jamie, and he decides, I want to get in on that. And he totally turns back into his his nerd dweeb He reverts ways. back to he it. He does. He does. At first, he tries to play it like super cool. I'm too cool for school. This girl's not good enough for me. And then and then he's like, oh, that's not working. I need to turn back into like the nerd dweeb. But I think he does it. He just like melts right as soon as he starts talking to her. I, I feel like that's actually a relatable part of this. I would go back to my childhood home 
And I, I vividly remember I had this big Lindsay Lohan poster on the wall. Oh my God. And I'm like a 26-year-old guy going back home being like, why Why is this here? Like, this this is what I used to be. And I'm kind of realizing, like, that was high school you, dude. Lindsay Lohan, like, from what movie? Or just, oh, like, in general? Like, uh, like Herbie, not, Herbie Fully Loaded. Not, like, like Parent Trap. No, no, no. no. <laughs> just wow. <laughs> We'd be digging into a lot of issues at that point. No. Well, like, you're a kid. Like, uh, what was it, Freaky Friday? Like, Freaky Friday, okay, Lindsay Freaky Lohan. Friday, yeah. Like, before she really fell <laughs> off the cliff. Yes. Oh, those dark days. When she was doing, oh, Mean Girls. Mean Girls, Lindsay Okay, yep. yeah. When she was, we she, thought, all right. Yeah. Um, what are your th- first thoughts on the movie Just Friends? So, I like the movie. It's good. Um, but I thought, so one part of the movie that I, that really stuck out to me was that they were really stuck in their high school days. They seemed like, it seemed that no one really moved on from high school if they stayed in town. Like Chris Brander's friends, they got married to each other, his best friends from high school. And Jamie works at the local pub and lives with her parents. Dusty Dinkleman still has that song that he wrote to Jamie when they were in high school. Like this is 10 years later when Jamie smiles. I think that's kind of typical of small town America in that when you go back to the, your hometown, you're kind of like, oh, look at who still works at the food land. Yeah. Doug, yeah. what have you been up to, man? <laughs> yeah. uh, still been here. Oh, okay. You know, yeah, like 10 years have passed. Do you know that? Yeah. Do you know that 10 years has gone by? I feel like anytime you leave your hometown and go back, you'll always see those characters who's like, that you never know. move on. That never move on. Yeah, exactly. or grow up, I guess. Never grow up. Yeah. Uh, this movie, nonstop funny, in my opinion. Yes. I only looked at the time once. Yeah, same. It went by so fast. It almost, I find with a lot of romantic comedies, there may be 10 minutes too long. This one, yeah. I almost thought was 10 minutes too short, which is a good problem to have. Yes, you want your audience wanting more. There was almost like a lull in, in other movies. Yeah. Whereas this one, it was like, oh my, I actually asked you, I said, oh, it's over already? Yeah. Like, how long is this movie? It's actually an hour and a half. With that said, I mean, the slapstick comedy with Ryan Reynolds of him falling, getting slapped, getting punched all the time. Oh, yeah. His it, poor face. His beautiful, poor face. His face is an honorable mention of mine, oh. which we're going to get to in a sec. I'm glad <laughs> no. you brought that up. That's on the way, though. <laughs> That's fantastic. But yeah, that, that kind of wore on me a little bit as well. We need to address. Um, and I feel like it's typical of a lot of movies of early 2000s, late 90s. There were some homophobic remarks that that caught me as like a ooh yeah oh, you can't say that every anymore. time they would it would like they'd say something and be like oh no you can't say that yeah, that's not we're, allowed we're like cringing yeah total um, something else that kind of stuck out to me um, and I'm gonna talk about it later but is the character of Samantha James <laughs> oh I've got so much <laughs> to say about her she's wild like adding her character to this movie was gold there were so many things happening in this movie. And it was nonstop, and she was nonstop. Like, it was nuts. Who do we think uh, Samantha James is based off of in real life? I imagine they had a musician in mind. They're like, okay, we're going to take X and just crank the crazy up. Don't look at my notes. Because <laughs> I do have a theory on this. <laughs> okay, so I actually have an answer for you. Oh, so, you already thought about this. Um, Yeah, I did some Wait, research. Is it a quick fact? It is a quick fact, but um, let's talk about it. So I think Samantha James, played by Anna Ferris, yeah, secretly horrible musician, complete idiot, more than a little bit unhinged. At first, <laughs> totally I thought totally unhinged, totally unhinged. Oh my god! At first, and I hope this doesn't come off the wrong way. At first, I thought Britney Spears, but then I'm like, you know what? Britney two thousand and eight Britney Spears. Yes, it was too early for that. 
Oh, good point. Yeah, we but but it was foreshadowing, maybe. Yet. Maybe it was foreshadowing. <laughs> well, at first I thought it was a Britney Spears, but then Britney Spears actually has some talent. Yes. And then, yeah, like, she does. Yeah. I settled on an Ashley Simpson because oh. Ashley Simpson is actually untalented. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think like her. Wait, s- did I nail it? No, Wh- you why didn't. Did you say, oh, no, you okay. didn't. I was gonna say, oh yeah, that's like that's a good thought because she had that thing on snl where it's like she, she was actually lip-syncing everything yeah and, and, and I, she's not actually and i think her sister singer. her being famous kind of helped her out dragged her along right bit. right yeah. come on come along so what's the right answer okay you... so the inspir- i was gonna get you to guess this but i'm yeah. gonna tell you okay well, well t- those are my guesses t- they're Simpson. wrong oh but you're going to be pleasantly interested in the actual answer what is it um paris hilton Oh, oh my God, that makes so much sense. <laughs> right? So oddly- Although she tried to be a DJ, slightly different, but I get... Oh man, she had that one song that was really bad, the one where she's on the beach. Yes. I think oh, it was called like On the Beach that. or something. So oddly enough, she actually auditioned for the role <laughs> of Samantha James. That's a little too accurate at that point. It's like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but they didn't they didn't like what the movie would have said with her in it. Just her being so famous, but for not great reasons around that time um they didn't want they didn't want her to be uh cast as samantha james in the movie turn you on oh no stars are blind oh, that was yes. a bad song that, that was, was a, after that... though that was 08 man she tried the music thing for a while good on you paris you and gave then, it a shot and then wasn't she a dj in las vegas for a while yeah she would dj yeah. which really anybody can be a dj if you're famous enough yes and you have the right equipment Joe Jonas was a DJ. I mean, really? Although I think he is talented, though. Yes. Uh, I've got another question. Okay. Did you notice that we nearly had uh, a porno in the first ten minutes of this movie? <laughs> when Do she you know jumps what I'm on the about? bed? No. Oh. No, I'm talking about when Chris Brander enters this party and asks, "Hey guys, where's Jamie?" And his friend Clark says, I saw her go into the garage oh. with the football team. Immediately, <laughs> yes. my mind started racing. I'm like, whoa, how how racy <laughs> is this movie? Because that definitely sounds like the start of a pornographic film. <laughs> Thank yeah. God. It's, but like, w- went into the garage with the... F- and who else? Like, the mailman's there. Uh, the pizza guy went in there, too. And the landlord. It's so <laughs> random. All the these... guy who brought the keg. Yeah. <laughs> Just all your classic porno tropes. Okay. Let's let's get this off the table right off the way as well. Would you bang fat Ryan Reynolds? No. Oh no, why I not? Know. Um like you know what his personality is still great. <laughs> and he has a very kind heart. <laughs> the most politically correct answer to this question. <laughs> but I I um I don't think nice personality. Are you kidding? (laughs) Don't think I'd be into it. Poor guy. Wow. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Would you would you hit him with the oh you're like a brother to me? Um no, I think I'd be like I think I think I'd be like, oh, I think we're better as just friends. Wow. Would you lead him on the way my theory is she she led him on, right? Yes. And um Dusty Dinkelman. I I think she led a lot of guys on. The yeah. way that the movie kind of portrays her. I didn't really love her in this movie. Um Agreed. I didn't, I didn't I actually yeah. really agree with that. I didn't really like her character. I found I, part of me was like, man, like how many guys do you have on the go right now that you have friend zoned them and you haven't given them like an 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 ounce of 
of actual facts of do you like me or not like mm-hmm. clearly all the signs are there are you just blind to love or or do you just ignore it and continue dragging them along with you her character would be great on a, a reality show like love is blind or <laughs> yeah, something she, or <laughs> the bachelor she, she should have be. been the bachelorette oh Amy my Smart. gosh yeah have all those guys anybody. to lead on what like 20 guys yeah come everyone come on over <laughs> Is that you wooing? <laughs> come, come on over, guys. Maybe they're all the football team. Yeah. Just sign them up. Just goes out at practice. All right, guys, come on yeah. over. Um, it's like that bedroom scene where she's flipping over. He can see her underwear. She's touching his chest, head in his crotch. <laughs> like dying. for a teenage boy, I'm gonna yeah. average. I'm gonna say he averaged five and a half boners <laughs> during, during that, that time. scene. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, he kind of like his, it. It panned to his face, and he was just like, "Oh my god!" Oh, you could tell. Yeah, yeah. I got one. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy, how correct is Chris Brander? So this is after he's in L.A. He's kind of established himself as a womanizer. Yep. He says the line, "Lunch is the express lane to the friend zone." I think I I agree. Oh, a hundred percent, I agree. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, if it's it's like almost like going for like, like a, a a stroll through the park, or yeah, like it's it's not anything romantic. Right. Lunch, lunch is like a break between your work day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> literally right. for it, most it people, literally. it is. <laughs> like it's the hour that you have off. Oh, hey, do you want to go? Do you want to go for for lunch next Thursday? I yeah. have an hour. Right. I mean, even if. Back when I used to play the field. <laughs> uh, even if you go for coffee, you do like a six o'clock coffee. Yes. Because it can still After maybe, dinner. Yeah, maybe it can translate into something physical. Yeah, it's not quite lunch. It's no. not quite dinner, but it's like it's after dinner, so it's still it still sets the, the mood that it's later than lunch. <laughs> <laughs> like anything anything other lunch? than lunch. No, I getting? like lunch. <laughs> but I don't think I would go on a date for lunch no. i don't think i've ever been on a date for lunch that's i was trying to rack my brain i don't think i've done like especially not in the first three or four dates have i done a lunch date like you don't establish yourself he's right you don't establish yourself as the lunch date guy because yeah. then you're a friend or if you do decide to go for a lunch date plan something else after it like a nice right. a nice stroll through the park and then it's like more than just lunch bingo right? and then then there's a way to yeah, kiss yeah. her at the end. Yeah. The whole scenario with Chris Brander going back to his childhood home, uh, I love all of that. Like the mom's reaction to him oh coming home in the God. doorway where she get she gets so excited, she starts crying. She's like, oh my God, you're here. Like, she's hilarious. She's hilarious. I will say, though, the fact that he came back to his childhood home after 10 years and his parents have not touched his bedroom once, totally inaccurate. Like, yeah? The Lindsay Lohan poster stayed on the wall, but aside from that, my bedroom, I think it was like six months, and they're like, maybe it could be a painting studio. Maybe we could put some weights in there and make a gym. Maybe it could be an office. Mine's a home office at the moment. It is a home office. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. that's accurate. Ten years later, and he's got like T-ball. Tri- no, he didn't play T-ball. All let's of be his, honest. All of his pictures up on the wall yes. of Jamie Palomino. Nothing's changed. Yeah. I think we should talk to his mom. I think she she might need some... Yeah, again, and he's and got you'd, his younger brother, and you'd think that his younger brother would have like oh, made the room point. into something. Like, that would be my gaming cave. Yeah, he's a teenager, so you would think that he would have taken that chance to make it into, let's say, his gaming cave or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I want a gaming cave. You should now. write to the character of the mother. <laughs> there you go. You're playing this all wrong. You should have a gaming <laughs> cave. Okay, I'll, I'll bring this up because you mentioned it and I've also thought about it. Who are we, who are we actually rooting for in this movie? That's a really good question. Because, <clears> like, <throat> I didn't like Jamie Palomino really until the end, and even then I didn't, I didn't love really her. I like her. Chris Brander starts off sweet and fat. Then he becomes sweet a douche. And, and then he ends up being sweet at the end. So he comes around full I like circle. Him. Samantha James is a psychopath. Darla. Dar- Darla. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was a pretty good impression. Darla. <laughs> um, the brother's annoying. Yeah. I'm going to be He's honest. He's funny, though. I like him. The His only really funny. <laughs> the only people I was really like, I like this guy. Best friend Clark, oh, yeah. who's in my honorable mentions. Yeah. He's a damn all star. And Dusty, played by Chris Klein. I love you Dusty. You Dusty? Okay, uh, when we meet adult Dusty, I actually identified with him a lot. Because I'm like, dude, I, I like The Notebook too. And he's like, let's let's just go watch The Notebook. And then he befriends Chris Brander's mom. I'm like, I also befriend moms. Oh, that was funny when they invited her along. Oh and my God, I would have I would have killed him. And uh, maybe we're kindred spirits because maybe I had um, a tumultuous love interest in high school. Ooh. And when he's like, you know, I'm just going around having copious amounts of random sex. We've all been there, guys. It's a system. <laughs> you got to slay some dragons until you get to your princess, okay? Slay some dragons. And I think I went the dusty route and not the Chris Brander route. Oh, not the not the nerd dweeb and literally melting at her feet? No, no. I mean, like, after high school, it's like if you get shut down by a girl, you can oh. either become, you know, loving and heartfelt and, you know, poke at their heartstrings a little bit. And then get them to sleep with you. Or you can be a hugely successful douchebag, way overconfident, and bang people. Dusty Dinkleman. 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 Yes. Great last name. I know. I really liked Ryan. I liked Ryan Reynolds' character. I I was rooting for him throughout the entire movie. Right. Yeah. But that's because I like Ryan Reynolds. I was going to say, how much of that is just Ryan Reynolds, though? A lot. (laughs) Most of the movie is just me loving Ryan Yeah, because I think he could have done so much better. Like... I, I think she was, I don't know. I don't know if they had that great of chemistry anyway. I would agree with that, yeah. Um, And so I don't think I, it was, it wasn't completely believable, I guess, is is also my issue with it. Like, I think he, I think he could have, one, done better. <laughs> and two, the chemistry. I don't know if it was all there. I agree. We We didn't see the chemistry until like the last scene when they kiss. And then you're like, mm-hmm. oh, I guess it's there. I also didn't follow her going over to his house that one night to, like, engage him in a relationship. Because, like, what our, our Paris Hilton, Ashley Simpson type <laughs> uh, comes ripping over to the house, yeah. Samantha James, parks the car up on your dad's Christmas village, whatever. Oh, and tears it all to Calls shreds. you a slut, tries to fight you, does monumental damage. Like, yeah. it looked like a war zone. And your response to that is, you know what, I'm going to go over to Chris Brander's house. Put I'm on a, a crush, shirt. I'm going to crush a bunch of ice cream and try and bang him. Yeah. What? He just demolished your dad's home. What are you doing? Are, do you have no questions about Samantha James and what her role in this is? Yeah, you know what? She never, ever questioned she's it. Never like, al- she's crazy, right? Like, throughout the entire movie, yeah. she never questioned why <laughs> she was there. I just we realized that. We all just that. accepted Samantha James as this, this tornado character yeah running around i totally just realized that nobody, nobody questioned that she was there anyways what are we on to quick quick facts quick facts <laughs> hit me okay so did you know that the movie was shot 
in Saskatchewan. So where in Saskatchewan? Regina and Moose Jaw. Oh my God! Really? Yeah. Um, in the, <laughs> in the free- you kidding? In the freezing cold weather, they had very little money to make the movie, and a Canadian company agreed to do it. So they flew up to Regina, Saskatchewan, smack dab in the middle of winter. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny because Ryan Reynolds also makes a joke about us, uh, Regina, Saskatchewan, in the Deadpool movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Actually, it, okay, Deadpool yes. is from Regina. And he makes the joke. He's like, you know what, Regina... <laughs> rhymes with fun and that's and that's the joke that's funny maybe yeah. that's like a, a callback maybe he wrote that in because he's like i loved my time in regina so i was reading that they had a ton of fun on 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 set because no one from the studio or nobody from the company wanted really to go to regina up. yeah <laughs> that's fair. so because okay. yeah so they they were able to just go hang out <laughs> They were able to just have like a relaxing time off filming. That's and amazing. Yeah, so they actually had a really good time other than it being freezing cold in the middle of winter. Well, let's shoot our next movie in Edmonton. Oh, <laughs> you guys go ahead with that then. Yeah. In winter? Oh, <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> okay, what else we got? Um, so the director, uh, Roger Cumble, he actually co-wrote uh, Samantha James's song Forgiveness. Don't say the song because I actually have that in my honorable mentions. Okay, so I won't. Can, can I? Okay. So he wanted to be a part of the creative process. So he wrote, he literally said he wanted to write a bad song for Samantha. And he was in a high school band oh and it didn't, they obviously broke up. And you he succeeded just, in writing a terrible song. Right? Yeah. Okay, you know what? Can I do it? Sure. Honorable mention, we'll skip right to it. Anna Ferris. Okay. As Samantha James. Yeah. Was written perfectly in this movie. And I grabbed some quotes because that song you were talking about, here's how it goes. Forgiveness is more than saying sorry to forgive is divine. So let's have a glass of wine and have makeup sex until the end of time. Time, 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 time. time. Isn't that horrible? <laughs> oh, it's an awful song. But it, it it's really catchy. Like I could, you It's know, weirdly catchy. Yeah. You remember it. And, and you know what? From the last time I saw the movie to this time, when I was watching it, I was like, oh, I know this song. And I sang oh, the lyrics no. with it. <laughs> did you actually? Yes, I did. Wow. She also has a line near the end where she's like, you and I are going to be the greatest musical manager team since Jessica Simpson and her father. <laughs> Only you and I get to. <laughs> and they can't because it's illegal. <laughs> I looked it up. <laughs> I love her. I love her oh, so much. She, when she's like, God, I want to lick your skin off. And he's like, oh, please don't. <laughs> she <laughs> like, had some zingers. It was she, really good. She had some zingers. That is my case for Anna Ferris being the honorable mention. You can continue. I just wanted to spit that out. So um, the poster that Chris's brother had in his bedroom, the one with the whipped cream on her boobs. Oh, yeah. So they actually had her do that. That was a real photo shoot. That was shoot a real that photo shoot that wow. actually happened. She put, she really did put whipped cream Good on her boobs. Anna Ferris. To shoot the poster. You know what? Yeah. I'm coming full circle. I'll say Anna Ferris. I'll say your name the stupid way if you're going to commit to a role like that. I- I'm on your team now. Anna. <laughs> it's still kind of dumb. Yeah. And oh, and the toothpaste scene. So this is another scene with Anna oh, Ferris. Man. Great. The toothpaste scene after she was tased um, was not written in the script. Oh, really? So that actually was something that Ryan Reynolds came up with before they shot the scene and they kind of just went with it. So they filmed it and they just were going with it and it was they stuck toothpaste in her mouth and she went with it. 
<laughs> she's like it tastes like bubble gum or something like that yeah she did man say that. she has the bi- she pulled the movie together i think we I... needed a samantha james oh yeah she was uh she was wow, the comedic now I'm samantha, for sure. like Anna. samantha samantha Anna. james um so another fact that i didn't realize at the time the movie was filming did you know who ryan reynolds was dating i have no idea okay i'll just tell you yeah tell me alanis morissette wow <laughs> I had, they dated yes oh, i had no, no idea that was like out of left field i had absolutely no idea that they were dating she visited the set in oh saskatchewan and made did. a cameo wait where is she but it didn't make the cut oh no <laughs> no <laughs> she didn't make it <laughs> alanis morissette yes. ryan is really sticking to his canadian roots wow yeah it's oh it was bizarre i was reading that and i was like no <laughs> they didn't date. That's so ironic. That's so ironic. <laughs> <laughs> That's an easy joke. Yeah, I can make it. <laughs> um, so the character, Dusty Dinkleman. Love him, Chris Klein. Um, did you know who he was almost played by? So they wanted a young, attractive. I was gonna say like a James Franco it. or something. Okay, so that's a good guess. Bradley okay. Cooper. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yep. I like that. And he actually wanted to do the movie. But they couldn't get him there because they couldn't guarantee that the plane um, would take off because it was too cold. Oh, my God. Are you serious? I'm not joking. So Chris Klein, <laughs> yeah, he read for them and it was great. They you know chose what? him to play Dusty instead. I like that because the first role that I vividly remember Bradley Cooper playing is Wedding Crashers, where he plays like that oh. douchey, all-American yes. jock character. Yeah. So I, I, I mean, forgot he was in that movie. Does it surprise you that Ryan Reynolds' idea to limp sing, I swear? Um, Wait, when did that happen? Uh, at the very beginning. Oh, yeah, yeah. yes. Yes. So does it surprise you that he came up with that idea? Not at all. No. That That's perfect for fat Ryan Reynolds to do. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and he knew the entire <laughs> song and they shot it in one take. Oh, my God. Wait, wait, wait. Yes. He knew everything. Every single word of that song. And so they were like, okay, cool. Do whatever you got to do. And they shot it all in one take and they were done with it. Is that the opening scene where he's writing the letter? Oh my God. They did that in one take? Yes. That's my favorite scene of the movie. I know. I love that scene. God. I feel like it sets us up perfectly. (laughs) For what kind of character he's going to be? Yes. Especially because you only see him like touching photographs and like writing the letter. And then, I swear. And it's him (laughs) in the mirror. (laughs) Yes chubby oh man i love it i love all of that yeah yeah okay what are we moving on to now honorable mentions i already did one what do you got for honorable mentions samantha james so good yes so i i mean i love anna ferris she always plays the most outrageous roles and makes them fun like this role is absolutely over the top she's clingy and so (laughs) self-absorbed and there is a lot of crazy going on i i just loved her character it was really good She's great. Um, I had Clark getting an honorable mention. Oh, yes. Played by Fred Uwaniak. You know what? Where's the setting for Corner Gas? Because so Fred was on a Canadian show called Corner Gas. Yeah. It was set in rural Canada. I'm it thinking was, Saskatchewan. It was in the prairies. This for is sure. way too Canadian already. We we <laughs> gotta stop talking about Canada in this show. This is a lot. Because I'm pretty sure Corner Gas, in which she stars in, is also set in Saskatchewan. Can you look it up? Dog River, Saskatchewan. Yeah, there you go. Oh it wasn't Saskatchewan. Jesus. 
So Clark is getting my honorable mention. I think he's the best character in the show. Not like the best played, but just like he's the best friend, quote unquote. Chris Brander hasn't seen this guy in 10 years, and he assumes the role immediately. Like, yeah, I'm the best friend. I'm going to drive him to the airport when he needs. I'm going to help him bang this chick. He is the best friend, and yet they haven't had contact in 10 years. You think he's the movie. best character in the movie? I think I, I think in terms of um, generosity, general humanity, he's a good character. Well, he definitely goes way, way like overboard on on yeah his generosity everybody's a douchebag in this movie except for clark yeah that's a good point and his wife am i wrong yeah darla (laughs) um the only other honorable mention i have is ryan reynolds face oh my god it takes a beating in this movie it really does i counted 22 slaps no three to four face bunches there was a puck that hit him in the face (laughs) not only that his face collides directly with the ice did he get new teeth is that what happened they talk about how he has veneers, and then when he gets hit in the face with the puck during the hockey scene, the, the skate scene, um, yeah, I think he goes to the dentist and goes and gets them. Well, he goes to Clark, and he gets the veneers The best fixed. friend. Yeah, the best friend. God. He does go over the top for him. Clark wins for me, and Ryan Reynolds' face. That's a lot of scenes I really of like getting Ryan, slapped in the Ryan face. I really like Ryan Reynolds' face. That's a good one. <laughs> Save it for the thirst factor. <laughs> what we got now? Best scenes or thirst factor? Why don't we go to best scenes? Okay. Because, I mean, we, we've already talked about it. The opening scene, by far... Is your favorite? Oh, my God. So good. Okay. So, and we've kind of already talked about my favorite scene is the toothpaste scene. I love when things are unplanned and not written in the script, and the actors kind of just go off script <laughs> with it, and it, they always turn out great, and they're they're some of the funniest parts of, of a movie. I really liked the scene uh, when they're in the church, and um, Dusty Dinkelman is up there singing on his guitar, and... Um, Chris and Jamie go into the other room to talk about <laughs> to talk about how Dusty is <laughs> is trying to sabotage and just sleep with her to get back for putting him in the friend zone ten years ago. Hell yeah! And let's go, Dusty. And Dusty goes into the room. What are you guys talking? What about? are you guys talking about? And then he then all of a sudden Ryan Reynolds' character the fight erupts. Just he just starts yelling and goes after him all in church in front of like a hundred people in front of like a Christmas concert. That was really funny. I feel like that scene's a plot hole, though. Because they see, just oh. before that, they see Dusty at the hospital. Hitting on Janice. Hitting on, play, playing the Janice song. Yeah. He then talks to them about how he's trying to bang everybody. Um, he takes a paramedic call and he leaves. Yeah. Clark, being the best friend that he is, driving Chris to the airport. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's funny. They try to drive <laughs> to the airport. Chris is like, no, nah, I got to go see Jamie. <laughs> And then they get to the church and Dusty's already there. He already had a costume change and he was mid-song. Yeah, he's wearing plaid. What was the call that you went to, Dusty? Was it just like... Christmas concert. Yeah. <laughs> hey guys, I gotta take this call. <laughs> <laughs> the Christmas concert is getting me on just the... Just in uh, case something got happens. Got an APB out for uh, the church. <laughs> I gotta go. Um, are we on to Thirst Factor now? Yeah, sure. <sighs> Should we start off with the really hard one? Okay. I think you need to rate Fat Ryan Reynolds oh, okay. and Fit Ryan Reynolds so in two ha- different categories. I do have something. So okay, what do you got? As so Ryan Reynolds as like him as the human, <laughs> a nine point five. Are we talking about actor Ryan? Reynolds? Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. All as right. We're actor, going off script here. Yeah, as the actor Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> I mean, nine point five. Okay. <laughs> Love him. Character. Okay. Um, Chris Brander. 
fat. Okay, Chris Brander, fat, beginning of the movie, in that fat suit. Yeah. Chugging the coke. Four. Four. Wow. I know. I feel bad about How it. How shallow are you? Once he grows up 10 years later. And becomes an asshole. A nine. Wow. <laughs> so shallow. I know. It makes me shallow. Yeah. <laughs> I love I how you're owning it. I know. I've thought, I thought, I thought a long time about it. <laughs> I would it's say. really been consuming you. I would say. Oh, okay. I, like, I, I would say between an eight and nine. The fat okay. Ryan Reynolds, I'll be honest, was not difficult. A four. It was. It was okay. when he was grown up. See, the thing is, is he's not actually an asshole. Wait, no, he definitely is. You an think asshole. that he is? Oh, hundred percent. I don't think so. He he's a broken jerk who's just trying to bang as many chicks as possible. And Jamie Palomino happens to be his Mount Everest of banging. And he's just trying to climb that mountain. And it turns out along the way he catches feelings, which surprise, surprise, we knew was going to happen. And then he falls in real love. And then he turns into a nice human. Okay, so so he redeems himself. Yeah. He he reverts back to high school. Chris Brander just a good personality. Just he looks a lot hotter. I I get you. Stop trying to justify <laughs> the four for fat Chris Brander. Okay. No fat suit. Fat suit Chris Brander. Well, fat fat suit Ryan Reynolds. Fat Chris Brander. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Jamie Palomino. Um. I would say a meh six. I I gave her a six point five. A meh six. I agree. I never saw the appeal. She's cool. She's down to earth. But like everyone fawning over, I'm like her. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Her. Okay. There's nobody else. In How this small town? is this town? Yeah. Exactly. Samantha James, though. Oh my god. She's a perfect example of the hot oh, I crazy you were, scale. I thought you were gonna say perfect ten, and I was like, oh, <laughs> like, no, no, yeah, no, no, no. right. No, she's an example of the hot crazy scale, because she is. She's like she's uh, a lot of nuts. She she's like an eight on the hot scale, but she's like a nine on the crazy scale. So you got to stay away from that. Like she is very attractive, but she's like you know great bang. You hit it once, and she starts leaving her toothbrushes at your apartment. Clingy. She Stage drops by your work. Stage five clinger. Calls you. She basically does everything. That um, what's her face does in How to Lose Guy in Ten Days. Kate Hudson. Yeah, Kate. H- yeah. Exactly. She does all those things meaningfully. But she's like an eight. Like, she'd be a great bang. <laughs> you, you'd love to take that shot, but you got to be very careful about it afterwards. You have to be very strategic in how you're going to get away. Oh, yeah. You, you probably need to keep the car running, dodge <laughs> into her house, make it happen, and then get out of there. Yeah. Maybe even have best friend Clark, because he is your best friend, you know, leave him in the car Distraction. Distraction. No, no, no. I, I'd say he sits outside on the, like, in the car at the curb. Oh, that is true friendship. Because Clark is that kind of true friend, though, Sarah. He would do that. (laughs) He would do that. (laughs) Oh, my God. Um, Yeah, so I'd give Samantha James an eight. Like, she was that crazy kind of hot. And so does the crazy also put her at an eight, though? Leave her there? No, the the crazy, these are two separate (gasps) algorithms we're looking at. Oh, they're two separate algorithms. I'll tell you about the hot crazy scale afterwards. Okay, thanks. Barney Stinson, How I Met Your Mother. You love that show. I do. Yeah, so she's like a nine crazy eight hot though does she have stay away from does that. she have the crazy eyes i mean probably probably yeah i saw them a few times <laughs> can we talk about how i think this was ryan reynolds movie where he's like i'm here i'm a thing and i'm not gonna go away yeah i think so because i had i had a hard time thinking about what he pl- what he did before this Bingo. i think he did a few indie movies so he had van wilder that was kind of a movie 
He also had the Blade <laughs> Trinity movie, which I feel like everybody talked about. Nobody actually watched it. Was though. this I've before? Heard it's this was before Just Friends. Oh, okay. That's like kind of the only real significant things he did. 2005 happens. Just Friends. Yep. Waiting. And the Amityville Horror all came out that year. Oh, Amityville Horror. Creepy. I don't like that. But Waiting. I forgot about that movie. Great movie. Yeah. The Goat. But I feel like between Amityville Horror and uh, Just Friends, you got a lot of range there you're showing off. Yeah, and then he kind of just started showing up in a lot of movies. Yeah, definitely maybe happened in 08. Smoke and Aces was in 06, so it was right after this. The Proposal was in 09, so I feel like that was a trajectory of, now I'm a big deal. Are we on to the what should have beens? Yeah. Do you have a, a Samantha James what, what should have been? Yes. Oh, no, I've well, got one too. Who, who she should be with. Yeah, of course. Yeah, okay, you go. Well. No, 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 you go first. Okay. I swear to God, if it's the same as mine, I'm going to be upset. Don't look! Okay. Um. So, I'll do a snow. No! No, stop it. It's That's, the same uh, as you? It. Read it. No way. 100%. Okay, so, I'll do a snow, who is played by Russell Brand. He starred yes. in Forgetting Sarah Marshall. And Get Him to the Greek. And the spinoff sequel, Get Him to the Greek. His character is insane, spontaneous, yes. and a little nuts, but I mean like a lot of nuts. And he's right there on the same level as Samantha James. They're the kind of couple that would be like, let's snort lines of coke off each other and maybe have a threesome. <laughs> That's the kind of energy they're both giving off. Yes, at the same time. So, so it would Constantly. definitely be tumultuous. <laughs> yes. But it would definitely work for a little Very while. Very chaotic. 100%. But it would work. Oh my God, I can't believe you had the same one as me. <laughs> that just makes me angry. I was so pumped about this. <laughs> I've got another what should have been. Okay, shoot. It's a little off the radar, though. Okay. Dusty yeah. Dinkelman <laughs> should have been in the movie American Pie. <gasps> yeah. Okay, hear me out. Because Chris Klein actually played a character yes, in that did. movie. He played Oz in 1999's American Pie. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm pretty sure he was in that. Fun fact, my sister actually rented that when it first came out. And my parents let me watch like the first 10 minutes. And I don't know what happened in those first 10 minutes, but they were basically like, Devin, get the hell out of here. And I'm like, I was so upset. I'm like, I want to watch the movie. And they're like, no, absolutely not. Are you watching this movie? I would have been like nine at the time. Okay. Do you want to hear the story that when I first watched the movie? Yeah. So we were with family friends and their kids and my parents and my brother and I, mm -hmm. and we were at their house and they had, we had rented the movie American Pie and we were all sitting down watching it and wait, wait wait the parents oh yeah oh, no. we were watching this as like like a, fam a family, family gathering oh. okay a family movie so lovely and all of a sudden it's wholesome i can't even remember what scene it was because it all happened really fast their dad got up and muted it wait wait i've got a prediction was it when he puts his dick in the apple pie because that that I was think aggressive it may have been <laughs> and stood in front of the tv and told us not to look oh 100 percent. it was the dick in the <laughs> and apple it pie was, it was the most awkward <laughs> moment because we didn't know what was happening like we we couldn't see the tv anymore right and then after i could hear the adults talking after being like that was a really bad decision we shouldn't have rented that movie for them oh my god what did <laughs> what we, we do doing? like oh my gosh what are we showing our children it was very funny Okay, so <laughs> so we've got Chris Klein, who plays Dusty Dinkleman yep. in Just Friends. He also plays Oz in American Pie. I feel like Dusty is his version of Stifler from American Pie. And now I'm imagining a universe where Dusty is Oz's twin brother, because they're both played by Chris <laughs> Klein, and he's best friends with Stifler, and they just 
roam the countryside, banging girls with low self-esteem. That's my what should have been for Dusty. It's not. It's not a. It's a bromance relationship right. of what should have been. I like that. Yeah. Dusty and Stifler. <laughs> I think that's hilarious. That could be a spinoff movie, Dusty and Stifler. It could actually be a really good spinoff movie. Here we go. That's a good idea. If only we thought of this 20 years ago in, in 2000. <laughs> yeah. Great ideas, guys. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's what I've got for Just Friends. Me too. Overall, very rewatchable. Yes, because it was really funny. It was nonstop funny the whole entire time. Nonstop funny. With the asterisks that there were a few questionable jokes that yeah. won't really fly anymore. Yep. Agreed. As long as you go into it knowing that, hilarious movie. Yeah, it was really good. This has been the Romcom Rewind Podcast. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram at Romcom Rewind Podcast, Twitter, and we'll see you next time. Did Bye. you already say see you next time? Okay. Thanks for listening, guys. <laughs> What are your thoughts?